Ready, set, go! In the last episode, I mentioned in passing Pandora's box from Triton Solar. Pandora's box is essentially an inverter slash battery system that allows you to store energy, then feed it back into your house or onto the grid. The Model H, which is the SUV that Triton Solar plans to launch, has two-way capability. So using Pandora's box, you can store energy in your car, then suck it back out to your house or onto the grid later. Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we discuss electric vehicles in small town America. I am Ben. Vehicle to grid is not a new concept. And I'm not sure how far it dates back, but it's been mentioned in several studies dating back as far back as 2011. I'm pretty sure MIT, University of Cambridge, and UC Berkeley have all published academic papers on the subject. I'm guessing that more have, but that's the ones that just stick out in my memory over the years. So essentially, vehicle to grid works like this. You charge your car, either using the grid or solar or however you charge. Then at a certain point, like a Tesla Powerwall, the energy stored in your battery is allowed to come back into your home or in many cases back onto the grid. There are several entities that would like to see this on a wide scale basis. I've mentioned several times, I think that it's essential to pair renewables with batteries for maximum application, although it's true that solar and wind are both marching steadily forward without battery storage. The storage, though, allows you the wind factor that solar and wind don't provide. For this to work, you need a device called an inverter, which converts AC to DC or DC to AC, as the case would be. EVs have an inverter built in to the onboard charger to convert AC from the grid to DC, which is the operating form of the batteries in your car. Solar cells generate DC and must go through an inverter for the energy to be consumed inside your home. In the announcement for the Triton H, they touted the bidirectional flow using the Pandora's box. This week we find out that Tesla has secretly had bidirectional functionality built into the Model 3 for years, and we can expect the Model Y will have the same functionality. This is good, right? Well, yeah, maybe. A study in Hawaii suggests that vehicle-to-grid, or V2G, as you may see it expressed, can speed up battery aging by one-third. I don't know if this has been verified and confirmed by other studies, but this is the one study that I have seen. Uh, interesting note on this, they found out that... Um, it's beneficial to charge twice a day instead of just once. I don't know a whole lot about this study, but this makes sense in the fact that 
if you charge twice a day, then your state of charge isn't allowed to dip very low, which protects the batteries. I believe I did an episode on the 80-20 rule of charging where I look at this a little bit deeper. Look, V2G would be awesome. It would be great, a great capability to have in an emergency situation. Um, but that's what I would reserve it for is emergencies only. In 2009, on our system, there was a massive ice storm. And to be honest, we were spa uh, spared the brunt of the fury. Um, we had four counties that were impacted, and it took about 10 days to restore the system to normal. Most everyone was back on in three to four days, and we had complaints about spoiled groceries. Of course, now keep in mind, people kept opening and closing their refrigerator door to see if their food was thawing out or checking their freezers the same way. They didn't realize it was colder outside than it was inside the refrigerator, so why not take everything outside? But I digress. In that situation, it would be great to have some backup power system for, you know, things such as emergency medical equipment. How about oxygen pumps? Um, heating and cooling would be great. And a lot of people in our area got backup generators after this event. Uh, of course, there's some safety things to consider when you're taking from storage back into your house. You definitely, especially in an outage situation, uh, want to make sure that you're not feeding back onto the grid because it could create some dangerous conditions for linemen. But getting back to the storage in your car, um, heating would rapidly discharge the battery. I think it would probably be better to uh, sit in your car and turn the heat on than it would be to try to heat your house with your car. Um, my refrigerator draws a maximum of six amps, so if I use 60% of my EV battery to keep my refrigerator running, um, it would run it for roughly 27 hours. Like I said, this would be an emergency situation only. Oh, and another fun fact about the, um, the ice storm in 2009, there were parts of western Kentucky that were hit so hard it took them over a month to restore electricity to their members and customers. Um, can you imagine that, a month without electricity? There's no amount of uh, opening and closing the refrigerator door that's going to keep your, your food fresh in that case. Utilities would love for everyone to have vehicle to grid, but only if they could control it so that they could do their peak shaving and they would charge and discharge how many times they wanted to, whenever they wanted to. For me... In small-town America, where range is key and charging options are scarce, I don't want anything that is going to degrade my battery faster than usual. I do think it's curious, though, and sort of awesome, that Tesla has already built this functionality into their newer models. It's forward-thinking, and if you coupled that with, say, a million-mile battery that's going to far outlast the car? What would that do? Maybe Tesla is giving us a glimpse of the bigger picture that they were painting. 
Hit that subscribe button. And remember, the EV revolution is here. And it's a good thing because it is shaping our energy profile for the future.